take your seat. Uh, and in, in such atmosphere, at times you feel like not to say anything but to pour out your gratitude, your appreciation to God. Nothing else. Can I please hear amen? Well, let me thank God first for the great opportunity to come and meet you one more time in the month of the 11th. That is the November, and um, God, by his direction, moving us little by little into the end of the year. And I know we will enter into 2020, and 2021 will still be alive. <clears throat> 22 will still be alive. 2025, 2020, 10, you'll still be around. Can I please hear amen? I know you're afraid to die, so let me tell you that you live for long. You live for long. But either you like it or not, one day you will die. So all the time when you think about this, make sure that you, you build a solid relationship with people. Because one day you will die. One day you will be sick. One day you will be poor. I'm not prophesying. But that is the cycles of life. You draw your plan, draw and draw in such a way that one day you will die. And some of us, we don't want to add it to our lives. And that is why Moses prayed and said, let me know, let me know the days of my life. And I don't think you've been praying that prayer. And that is why at times you have issues with people. To relate to people. But at times we come to church even to greet somebody is an issue. You are too big in your shoes. And at times, the pomposity in your life is unbearable. But I thank God we are still alive. And I thank God that my senior brother, Livingston, we spoke before he went to Ghana and the wife. And um, he asked me to come and preach here. Where time is not on my side, so I'll be very brief. All the singing is part of the preaching. So don't think that I'm going to quote encyclopedia. All my encyclopedia is in the songs. Can I please hear amen? So greetings from my archbishop, my only father that I have. I have other mentors, but I have one father. You can have mentors, but having one father. And so my father, I know he's busy. He doesn't hear much from me. I don't talk. I don't call him much. I don't familiarities. Some people, they call their fathers and they give some kind of terminologies. So greetings from him to all of you. And the greetings from my wife and my children. I didn't hear the louder amen to that. Yes, uh, I came here last um, two weeks preaching in Endorphin. Um, top temple of praise. They are three years anniversary. By the grace of God, I'm the bishop of their church. I'm, I'm not the founder, but I'm a bishop there. So every year I have to come there. And from there, uh, Pastor Quason have to um, host me for us to do his three years taking authority conference. And we are in it from here. I'm preaching in Belgium, Pentecost. And so I will go there and preach from there. I go to Africa, the lovely country. 
with gold, diamond, bauxite, oil. Included bad leaders. It's, it's, it's part of Africa and our challenges. God has blessed us with all resources, but with bad leaders included. Somebody shout hallelujah. And uh, let me share a few, ten, ten minutes. Ten minutes will be okay with you. All right, let me share ten minutes with you. Luke chapter 5, and um, I came with my daughter here from Sweden. Um, when she heard that I'm preaching over here, she said, oh, let me fly and then join you and so that we do it together. And um, I can't mention names. Some of you, you've been following me even yesterday night. We closed late, but I see you still in church. Deacon and your family, I appreciate your total commitment to the things that God allowed me to do. <clears throat> and then um, you sacrificed to be there, you and the children and the wife. Thank you very much. I appreciate all of you so much. The Boatins family. Wonderful people. And my offer, I say, Emmanuel, we've been every, almost every week, we've been chatting. Because he believes that he must ask me questions. And then at times he questioned me, he would say, you need to give me detail of this. And I said, that is what we do to learn. Amen. Luke chapter 5 and the verse number 17 down. Because it is only 10 minutes to share, I, I will just sum it up. I will summarize the whole talk. Now it happened on a certain day as he was teaching. He was doing what? He was not preaching. He was teaching. And let me greet all the leadership for your warm hospitality. Um, we met in France, and um, the warmness of the leaders, it was awesome. And I want to thank all of you for that kind of relationship. Now it happened on a certain day, as he was teaching that there were Pharisees, check the scripture careful. There were Pharisees, teachers of the law sitting by, who had come out of every town of Galilee, Judea, and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was present to heal them. And the power of God was available to heal them. And the power of God was available, present to heal them. Somebody please say amen. amen. Then behold, a man brought on a bed a man who was paralyzed, whom they sought to bring in and lay before him. And, they, and when they could not find how they might bring him in, because of the crowd. Everybody shout, because of the crowd. Please, one more time. Right, and then they went up on the house top and let him down with his bird through the tiling into the midst of before Jesus. Verse 20. 
When he saw their faith, somebody shout, when he saw their faith, and look at the face of that person and ask him, where is your faith? Ask another person, what is the level of your faith? And ask another person behind you, where is your faith? And ask another person, what is the level of your faith? Yeah, it's, it's important. Many, many people, we come to church, but we have lost our faith. We've been coming to church, all right, dancing, shouting, screaming, but faith is diminished. But when Jesus saw their faith, not all their action, but he saw their faith. When he saw their faith, when he saw their faith, he said to him, man, your sins have been forgiven. That is number one. Your sins have been forgiven. And the scribes and the Pharisees began to reason, why saying this? Who is this person speak blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But when Jesus perceived their thoughts, tell somebody, God knows your mind. No, look at the face and tell him, God knows your mind. God knows your mind. When Jesus perceived, many a times we come to church, you think that everybody that is in the church is a nice person. They have some diabolic mindset. Wouldn't it sorry them? But they were sitting at where Jesus was teaching, but their mindset was negative. So when somebody is singing, Testifying, somebody testify about what he has been through. What was in the church now? The mind, and that is dangerous. It is a dangerous spirit that can take you to hell. We sit close, but your mindset is so demonized. When you cannot damn but demon, not you are sleeping in the same bed with your wife, but your wife is thinking somewhere. This one, they were in the church. They were not in the house. They were not sleeping. So at times, when you are sitting with people, you need to look at their countenance. Now, he said, but not so ask the person sitting by you, what is your heart condition towards me? <laughs> you, know, you see, we are, we are hypocrites. We are sitting in the church. What do you know what? Sitting close to you. All that a person is looking at is about negative, negative, negative. It takes only Jesus to perceive the mind. Can I hear amen? amen. Immediately I got here, your mind was telling you, hey, Waba. Yes. You will not know everybody's heart. And so Jesus was teaching. Somebody shout, Jesus was teaching. Oh, my time is up. My time is up. My time. Jesus was not preaching, but Jesus was teaching. Tell three people Jesus was teaching. And uh, I, I, wish, I wish I can. 
I, I wish I can digest into that phrase he was teaching. He was not preaching. He was communicating information, knowledge, which brings metamorphosis. You see, teaching brings transformation. Any church member who doesn't have time for teaching can never be a disciple. You come to church for dancing time. You are not even a believer. You come to church, Bible studies is gone. You came to show your dresses. Shut up and open door and go home. Come and be informed by the teachings of Christo. Can I praise you? Amen. And Jesus was not preaching. The house were full of human beings, but he was teaching them. Teaching gives you stability. The sustainability of your Christian life comes when you embrace the teaching. Who don't know be our bar, sorry, Dan, and so man so chain ayaka. sorry. He comes late and he comes to show up. Meanwhile, the teachings doesn't enter into the person. Somebody shout hallelujah. And Jesus was teaching. Tell somebody Jesus was teaching. Uh, one more time and I, I move. Look at the face of two, three people and say Jesus was teaching. Jesus was teaching. And the Bible says, when he was teaching, Jesus was surrounded by three groups of people. Listen, church. Jesus was surrounded by the scribes, by the Jews, by the doctors, law professors. When we see there, you see, at times when you are talking, you are communicating, and you are surrounded by certain people, their body language tells you that they are marking your words, your constructive, your English composition. It always their mind is on the mistakes that you will. And they were, they were listen, and they were, the Bible says Jews, Pharisees, and the law professors. And they have surrendered Jesus. I don't know people that have surrendered your life. At times you think that you are surrendered with good people, but some people can surround your life. All that they are looking for is to see mistakes in your life. I stand here, I want to declare to you, from today till 31st December, anybody who has surrendered your life, looking for mistakes, looking for weakness, looking for you to fall down, looking for you to create some kind of something that will bring shame and disgrace, I pray may the Lord expose them. Anybody who has surrendered your life with a very negative mind, may the Lord expose them. May the Lord expose them. No, can I hear louder? Amen. How can you know that the people that have surrendered you are good people? It is when God begins to work something in your life. 
That is then you begin to realize the people that really love you. And the Bible said they were sitting there. Tell somebody, uh, why, why are you sitting here? Why are you sitting close to me? No, tap the hand of the person and ask him, why are you sitting here? Why are you so close to me? And Jesus was teaching. And the Bible says when he was teaching, the power of God was available to heal. And he was not preaching, but he was teaching. But the systematic teachings of Jesus created an environment of healing. Oh my God. Many are times when people are talking, but some people are singing, when people are giving worship, you don't know what God is in. The atmosphere will be saturated with healing. Even as I'm speaking with you now, there is an environment is saturated. Somebody will get a miracle. Somebody will get a healing. Somebody will get a job. Somebody will get a husband. Somebody will get a wife. Somebody will get a breakthrough. By the teaching that I'm presenting, God will move through. And when God is moving, you cannot see it. You cannot feel it. You cannot touch it. But God moves in set dynamisms. Oh, may the healing power of God touch your life. May God's presence touch your life. No, can I hear louder? Amen. Tell somebody the power of God was there to heal. No, tell another person, let me hear. Touch three people that the power of God was available to heal people. Can I hear louder? Amen. May this environment, the power of God, may it bring liberty to your life. By the time that I close, may healing be your portion. May a miracle be your portion. May every chronic challenge you're going through, may they fall down and die. No, can I hear louder? Amen. Tell someone, we don't come to the presence of God for entertainment. And that is why when you go to church and you see the people are talkatives, you, you, you wonder. Because you see, we come to hear the voice of God. We come so that metamorphosis will work in our lives. We come so that information will reach out to us. But at times you come, you sit close to somebody, a talkative. Just say from beginning, announcement orkasa, worship orkasa, praise and worship orkasa, preaching time orkasa. May the Lord help you so that you can sit at the right place in the church. No, can I, can I hear amen to that? Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you. And the Bible says that Jesus was teaching and the atmosphere was saturated. I don't know what is happening here, but I can tell you within the blink of my eye, there is presence of God of restoration is here. Anything that you have lost from the beginning of the year, may the Lord restore it unto you. Because the atmosphere is saturated. By the time that you get home, may the Lord give you a new testimony. May the Lord give you a new song. I speak as a prophet of God. I declare to your soul and your body by the teaching of Christ, may the Lord revive your life. You will not die premature death. You will survive in this life. 
2020, you enter. 2021, you succeed. 2022, you have more testimonies. Can anybody who believes shout louder, amen? And the Bible says, while he was teaching, the atmosphere was charged. Oh, may you begin to discern the atmosphere. We can't come to the presence of the Lord and go back the same. May you discern the atmosphere. Whatever the enemy is bothering you with, I came with prophetic mantle, prophetic grace, and declaration that by the end of this month, may you encounter God. No, may you encounter God. May God turn things around. May God give you a testimony. No, I didn't hear the amen here. Let me go here. May God give you a testimony. I know you people you want it. May God give you a testimony. By the teaching of Christ, there was a transformation. Can I hear louder? Amen. And the Bible says the atmosphere was charged, but the people that were in the auditorium were not getting their healing. But they were there. And they were arguing in their mind. They were listening to the man with some argumentative. But the Bible says there were four friends. Somebody shout four friends. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout one more time. No, shout one more time. They were not in the auditorium. They were outside. But when Jesus was teaching, there was a magnetic power. The power of God in the auditorium move out from the, the temple and the house and we move into the street. When you cannot lock it. If God decides to bless your life, you can be under the sea, but the power will visit you there. May the power of God visit you there. May the power of God visit your life, visit your children, visit your business, visit your marriage, visit your health. Anybody who believes that, shout louder, amen. amen. And the Bible says the power of God was available. Touch three people and tell them the power of God is available. Ay, 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 ay. No, tell, tell another three people the power of God is available. No, tell another person. I can look at your face and tell you that there are marriages coming. There are businesses coming. There are elevation coming. Somebody shout yay! There is no way that we preach about Christ that there will be no availability of miracles. Tell somebody, availability of miracles. Tell another person, magnetism grace. Magnetism grace means that I know, may not be here. Somebody is watching on the Facebook. By the power of God, it will transfer from this auditorium and heal the person. I cannot touch you, but may the Lord touch you. I say, may the Lord touch you. Three months by this time, may you have a testimony. A week by this time, may you come here with a testimony. No, can I hear louder? Amen. Whatever you are going through, I cannot know. Your pastor may not know. My archbishop cannot know. But the power of God is available to change your life. Can I hear louder? Amen. Touch three people and tell them that you are going home with a miracle. Tell them. Somebody shout yay. And the Bible said Jesus was teaching. Tap somebody and tell him or her, Jesus was still teaching. 
<laughs> I, I love that. Tell another person, Jesus was still teaching. And the power was available. Ladies and gentlemen, power can be available, but you may not know how to use it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, sorry. What about 15 years? I have been here. 2019 is my 30 years. 30 solid consecutive years that I started coming to Holland. Some of you, you have been into this church. I have known you 30 years ago. But if I ask you, what has the power of God done in your life? All that you talk about, and so your concentration is on the negatives. But the power was available. When the power is available, it comes without any form of class. Either you are poor, either you are rich, either you are educated, like me, uneducated, the power can transform your life. Can I, can I hear louder? Amen. I, I am a phone fall lever, but when the power of God comes upon you, it makes you another personality. May the Lord make you another personality. May your poverty be reversed. May every curse in your life be reversed. Anybody who believes, shout louder. Amen. The power was available. Now touch somebody and tell the power is available. You don't need to pay money. You don't need to squeeze my hand. I don't need to touch your head. But the power will enter into you. No, can I hear louder? Amen. And the Bible said the power was. At times you want to travel to Ghana before you can encounter power. That is naivety. You don't have to travel. You don't have to go to Israel. It is never true. He sent forth his word and healed the people. May the Lord heal your life. May the Lord transform your life. May the joy of the Lord cover your life. Now, can I hear louder? Amen. And the Bible said there were four people. Somebody shout four people. My time is up. They have given me 15 minutes to it, but my time is up. Somebody shout four people. Ask the person sitting by, are you part of the four people? Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, tell another person. There were four people. No, should anybody make say, Edi Panai, Edi Panai. Four. There were four. I said there were what? And the Bible says, they heard that Jesus was in that place. And the four people have a friend who was paralyzed. The power of God was there. It was available to heal. The people were listening. They were not getting their healing. I am the older person. So when God begins to use the new people, then you become so disturbed. But the power was available. Tell somebody, the power is available. The power is not looking for professors, not doctors, not married people, but availability. And so the people carried their friend who was sick. And then they carried him and came into the auditorium. When they got there, the place was full. Full to the blim. And so the people decided that we will unroof the top of the building. 
what a commitment. What a selfless service. What a love is this. And they decided that you be padan or so. Tell somebody, who bet me a padan or so I'm moving one tunnel. Oh, she will be the guy say, you can sacrifice for somebody to be get well. Some of us, we don't sacrifice for others. And the Bible says they unroof the building. Tap somebody and tell him, sacrifice for me to be well. No, tell another person I'm done. Tell another person, I will sacrifice for you. So that you will succeed. It was not the four people that were looking for healing. It was one person. How many people have you sacrificed your life for this year? How many people? We've been coming to church, all right, but for us to save one soul. When people are not coming to church, what sacrifices? And the Bible says the four gentlemen, they were not disciples of Jesus. They were not followers of Jesus. But they believed that there is power in Jesus' life. Can I please hear amen? And so they carried, tell somebody, carry your friend. Don't bring your friend down. <laughs> uh, that is another message. Tell another person, carry your friend. Your weaker friend, your weaker husband, your weaker wife, the weaker church member. The guy was paralyzed. Tell somebody, don't stamp on me, but help me to get up. No, can I hear louder? Amen. Some people, we walk come to church, they are waiting for the bad news about your life. But the guy was lying down. And the four people decided that we would carry him. How many people are you carrying? You are waiting for that person to die and then you write hypocritical biographies. They carried him. Tell somebody, tell four people, carry me now. Before I die. Carry me. Carry the church. Don't let the church die. Can I hear louder? Amen. They carried the body. Some of you, you can carry some people. Their destiny is in your hands. You can help somebody to arise. You can somebody to sing again. You can help somebody to be a prayer partner. No, can I hear amen? amen. Carry your wife. Yes, your wife is a, is a typical Kurasini, but carry her. Carry your children. The guy was down there and the four friends decided we will carry this person. You heard that this brother's business has gone down. And then you pick a phone and you WhatsApp other person. He, Akwanezidi, and I want you to know. One day, the four brothers said, we will carry. Somebody said, I will carry someone. No, shout one more time. The carriers in church has become a big problem. Pull him down attitude. Press him down attitude. 
massacred him, killed him premature death. And the Bible said they carry him. Tell somebody and tell him, I promise you, I will carry you. <laughs> it is a vow before God. When somebody doesn't come to church, carry the person. Pick a phone, call the person. I'm not being seeing you in church. Can I hear louder? Amen. Tell somebody you don't know what I'm going through. Now tell the person that you don't know what I'm passing through. When you see me dancing in church, one more time, when you see me dancing, when you see me well dressed, I am going through challenges. But I have to come. Can I please hear amen? amen. Carry me. And they, they carried the guy. And they brought him to the place where Jesus was. Many a times we don't carry people, but even when they have come, we do things to hurt them. And the gentleman was lying in the bed. But so, so, there are certain people you want to help them. When you swallow, very pompous. Can I hear louder? Amen. No, tell somebody, allow yourself to be used. And tell another person, allow yourself so that I can help you. Some people, they are not teachable at all. What is your name? What is your name? What is your name? Sister, you are my name. What is your name? I know before you. What is your name? What is your name? Sister, you can say. Because you are now. Make yourself available. Lift your hands and say, Oh Lord, let me be a helper. One more time. Oh Lord. Let me help somebody here. Lift your hands and say, oh Lord, let me carry a destiny. Let me be a vessel that can bring transformation in a destiny of someone. Can I please hear amen? They carried the guy. They brought him into the house. And when they got there, they sacrificed. They were able to unroof the top of the building. It, it takes a price because they didn't budget to do that, but it will cost them. When they unroofed the building, the Bible said then they dropped the guy. They did not, they dropped him little by little. We help people to stand. Don't, don't push people to change in a day. A change is a process. If you want to change me, it is a process. The way you do your things, you don't know where I'm coming from. My background, there are so many challenges. I come from an idol family, so they are fighting me. If you want to help me, help me little by little. Kasapa, abutre, odo. Then the way you handle me, little by little, I will change. Can I please hear amen? And they brought the guy little by little. They drop him little by Tell somebody, help me little by little. And I finish with my service. Tell another person, help me little by little. If you want to force to change me, 
it is not possible. forty years. forty years. We see one day. one day. It is a process. Can I please hear Amen? Anybody who addressing no about them be our punafu. We see when you are dakro, on to me you are dakko. When you are no addressing, you are hamkakra, 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 you are hamkakra. Can I hear louder? Amen. Tell somebody, I will help you little by little. We can me shame fatame, but you can't help me. Me chim anymore and fatami ye, but you can't help me. Tell somebody you can help me. And, and, and the Bible says that, and then they drop the guy. Can I hear Amen? Say, Lord, I vow this Sunday. Let me be a vessel. That I can help certain people transform and change them. Oh, Heavenly Father, I avail myself from today. Use me to carry certain people, transform certain people, change certain people. In the mighty name of Jesus, no matter how it will cost me, oh, Heavenly Father, use me, be a vessel. An agent of change. Hold somebody's hand. Hold somebody's hand. I came with this message today for you, all of us, to be responsible. We started the church with certain people. They are nowhere to be found. But what do you do about it? I can be an agent of change. And I believe this message that I have given, it is a message of a change. But I can force you one day. But in listening and continuous listening to the word of the Lord, where your weaknesses are, you manage it. Can I please hear amen? amen. Hold somebody's hand and begin to pray for that person in a minute. Just pray for that person. And you remember certain people that we, you, are, you are supposed to jointly, unitedly bring them to the presence of the Lord. Let it be an assignment for you that you bring certain people back to the church. Back to the presence of healing. Back to the presence where they can be redeemed. They can be revived. They can be revived through you, by you. Through your sacrifices. Through your commitment. You can bring somebody back to the Lord. Somebody has stopped singing, but you can bring that person. Somebody has stopped doing the MC work, you can help that person. Somebody has stopped coming to the women's ministry, but you can help that person. Don't crucify that person, but carry the person with care. Have a caring heart, a caring attitude. Somebody is wounded in the church. Why you hurt? But you can help the person. Don't add injury to the situation. You can help the person. Tell him or her. On my way to this place, I was having a chat with Nana, and I was telling him about life. 
Life is not just like that. At times, certain there are ups and downs, but you need to massage the situation. Massage the situation. At times, you need a skill. You need a skill. Well, you didn't get, but you need a skill to change your wife. You need a skill to change your husband. You need a skill to, to bring your children together. Don't use one day thinking that. But you need that skill, that knowledge of skill. Pray for that person. Bring it to close in a 20 seconds. Now leave that person and touch your heart and tell God, Lord, give me the heart to bring somebody closer to you. Give me the heart. Give me what it takes. Give me the resources. I need to bring somebody to the church. I need to, oh God, this backslider, sister now sister now Oh God, I need that kind of love. So for no one I can help him, Lord. Lord, help me to bring that person. Talk to God. Lord, give me the heart, oh God, so that I can bring people into your church. Thank you, Lord. You know that some of you, you are not nice with your children. But may the Lord give you that grace, even as you touch your heart. May the Lord give you that grace because your children are going out and seeking for advice from other mothers and other fathers. Meanwhile, you are the biological father, biological mother. Why can't you bring your children back to the Lord? Back to the Lord. Back to the Lord. Back to the house of the Lord. Why should we reject them? The man was sick down, about to die. But the friend said, no, we will bring him back. You can bring that sister back. You can bring that your daughter, that your husband. Your husband can come back to the Lord. That friend of yours can come back to the Lord. Sharanimi kustiri bahandus. you look at my face. Look at my face. I came with this passionate message because nowadays people are moving out from church every day. Some are wounded. But you and I, we can help such people. Four people can join our money, our strength, our ideas together strategically and bring them back. Stop the gossiping. Stop adding injury to the situation. Obi awa diego, eni yebe kachira o. Why jiro? Who kula na wama yagwa diego mo? May the Lord help all of us. May the Lord help all of us. That is the reason why when I travel and I get here, I careless how busy I am. I adjust myself. In principle, I will not do that. But we are helping one another. We are helping one another. I want you to do this. Pick any good seed because the guys, it costed them to unroof. And to restore the roof, it was a cost. It was a cost. 
It takes a total sacrificial work. And I want you to do that today. If you can take 100, you can take 50, you can take 200. And pastor didn't tell me to do but for me, if I take scripture, what the scripture tells us to do is what I do. They sacrifice by unroofing, and so they have to restore it. And I want everybody here, may any seed that you are picking, may it bring some change in this church. No, I didn't hear the amen. amen. So take 100 or 200 or 50 or whatever that you can. God knows you. Pick it. I'm not here for fundraising. But I'm saying that this is what they did. And so you too, you can do that. Pick it up and lift it up. Pick it up and lift it up. That is your sacrifice. The Lord, I'm doing this. In propagating the gospel, reaching out to the unrich, open branches, stabilizing the church. Heavenly Father, even as I take the seed, let this seed be added to whatever projects that this church is doing. It can be 50, it can be 20, it can be 100. But I'm telling you that this thing that you are doing, it will be remembered one day. Lift it up, please. If you have an envelope that you put it in, and then you walk straight to the altar. Say, Lord, this and a seed, a seed that brings change. Walk to the altar. Everybody that you can, just walk to the altar and drop it here. Walk to the altar and drop it here. Walk to the altar and drop it here. Just come, just come, just come, just come. Drop it there with a prayerful mind. Lord, let this bring a change in the life of someone. Aramashi de Pekere Mostapa. Now drew me in the Christ of Prahakos. They didn't plan, but they have to. They didn't budget themselves, and that is Christianity. The Lord is Lord over your thoughts and your thinking. It is not what you have budget for. It is not what you have budget for. This thing that you are doing will redeem setting souls in your family, setting souls in your community, setting souls. You may think as a joke, but God will use this. Some of these things that you are doing, it is going to open the business doors opportunity for you. You see, we are talking about these four people. Their name didn't come, but their act and their services has been remembered. Why have you done yours? If you haven't, come and do. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you strong. May you be an agent of transformation. Till we meet again, may the God of heaven open wide doors for you. If there is any sickness in your body, may the Lord heal you. If there is any challenges that you are facing that nobody knows, may God, the supernatural grace of God, come into your house. Maybe you're going through some divorce challenges. May the Lord who restore marriages restore your marriage. May the Lord restore you and your family. From the north, south, east, and west, may my God supply you all your needs according to the riches that is in Christ Jesus. I speak prophetically. You'll be an agent for change in your generation. In Jesus' name, amen.